We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello everyone and welcome to Business Matters presented by Valley First, the division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello and today we welcome Kurt Reimer to Business Matters. Kurt, thanks for joining me today. You are very welcome, Rob. Great to be here. No problem. So Kurt is the branch manager at Valley First in Vernon. Uh, and today we're going to talk about the changing landscape of retirement. So we all know there's been rising costs, uh, economic volatility. So retirement looks a little bit different today than it did uh, potentially 20 years ago. So we want to explore some of the, the questions that people might have. Um, and hopefully we can give them some answers and some guidance. But before we do, I'd love to just chat a little bit about, um, I'm always curious, you know, I, talk, I usually check in with you guys once a month. And I'm curious what's going on with members. What are you hearing for from members? I know there's a lot out there, a lot of media things, you know, interest rates and economy. What are you hearing from your members right now? That's a great question, Rob. I mean, yeah, there's always a lot of things on people's minds. The biggest thing in the last year has been the rise of interest rates mm -hmm. and typically in, in regards to mortgage lending. Um, right. We went in 2023, we had a prime rate that started the year out around two and a half percent and got up to about 7.2 over the course of one year, which has been a wild, wild ride for a lot of folks, mm -hmm. particularly if you had a variable rate mortgage. Right. The flip side of that is it's been a very interesting year, say around investments, term deposits, that kind of thing, because as a result in the, in the market, mutual fund or stock market, things have been somewhat volatile because the rising interest rates mean that term deposits for the first time in years have right. been a very viable, like safe alternative to park money and, and earn a somewhat decent return. Interesting. Not always the best way to go. Yeah, However, sure. it was something that, you know, rather than paying one and a half percent, we were actually up around five, five and a half. So interesting. It's, it's interest rates. It's been a, it's been an interesting year. Interesting. So how, what you're a branch manager in Vernon. Yes. Um, what is that? What does that role entail? Like what does day to day look like for you? Oh, that's a great question. It's, <laughs> you know, I, I started out my career, of course, uh, advising as well. So I was also okay. you know, the one kind of giving advice and working on mortgages and investments and working with members directly. And there's part of that in my current role. And I, I do love that. I love talking to, to members, to people and, and jumping in and, and helping where I can. But this role is a lot more about supporting our team of advisors. Mm -hmm. So I spend a lot of time coaching. I spend a lot of time um, working in compliance, making sure that the That's branch cool. is running smoothly, making sure that, of course, our members are having a good experience when they come in and work with us. So right. it's it's less hands-on and more of a support role for whether members need support or, of course, the, the advisors in the branch. Interesting. So how long yeah. have you been at Valley First? You said you were an advisor. How long have you been there? This is my 11th year with Valley First and wow. 16th in working with credit unions in general here in BC. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a lifer. So before you joined Valley First, you're working with another institution, another, another credit, credit. Yep. yep. In, in the Okanagan or did you make the move to the Okanagan? No, I was born and raised out around uh, Winfield and Kelowna and always kind of worked around. That's pretty cool. So what originally, I'm curious, I always wonder, like what originally attracted you to sort of the, 
banking world, the financial world, like getting out of school? Like what was it in the family or what did you see? How did, how did that connection come about for you? Yeah. You know, I, I, right out of school, right out of high school and, and kind of into college, I did work of course, retail stores and just kind of was going around trying to, you know, stay afloat. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And funny enough, uh, the story is I ran into a friend of mine. I was just kind of figuring out where I wanted to go with my career. And I right. ran into a buddy in Kelowna and he worked for a credit union and we had previously worked together. And, and I said, so, so how is it? How's life? What's going on? And he said, Kurt, you have got to come and work for the credit union. That's cool. They're, they're a great place to work. They take care of their people and you will learn, you will learn things that apply to your life because we all need Right. You know, a lot right. of different 100%. advice. We might have questions or we, we don't always understand the financial world. But when you work there, you kind of work adjacent to that. So you get a lot of that education and training that you can apply to your own life alongside doing meaningful work. Remember, so I did. I, I got a job right away, started as a teller and, um, <laughs> and just kind of stuck with it. So 16 years later and and it and he was right. It's been a great career. And, and uh, I, I do. I, I kind of always had a I mean, it's very nerdy, but I always enjoy working <laughs> budgets and numbers and that kind of thing. And now I get to apply it every day. Love it. I did say, I have to say that I was looking at your LinkedIn profile and I saw that you worked at A&B Sound. Yes. And and yes. I remember, so I was born and raised in Kamloops. So A&B yeah. Sound was our big drive because we never had, so we drive oh to God. Kelowna so we yes. can load up on, on all these things at A&B Sound. So that's pretty funny that when I saw it on your profile, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember spending a lot of money there. <laughs> a Canadian institution. Yes, absolutely. That was, those were wonderful times working at A&B for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's talk about retirement or maybe lack of retirement for some, but I'm curious, like we we're talking about before we got on, like retirement is sort of, it looks different today than it did even 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. In what yeah. ways do you, have you noticed that? In what ways have you seen sort of what retirement means today and compared to 20 years ago? Yeah. There's, there's a lot of ways. There's a lot of, of things that I, I could share. I think one of the biggest things is um, the the way that retirement savings are provided, if, if that's right. the right word. So I'm talking about pensions. Right, for right, a lot okay. of companies, for a lot of different you know workplaces, right. um, the idea of working for an organization for your career for yeah. say, 30 years and then retiring with a fully funded pension is really an idea from the past and yeah. not only that but from from an employee's point of view too um there is a lot less staying long term with an employer where you're earning that long-term pension right. and jumping around through different different employers through your career which is totally fine sure but that means that the a lot of the responsibility and a lot of the planning that has to go into retirement has been offloaded to the individual so you really have to make sure you are setting aside retirement savings in the place of an old fashioned pension that's going to give you a guaranteed income in retirement right. you know until you till you pass away yeah you have to figure out what will the sources of income be in my retirement and how am i going to provide for those and and i think what that means is that a lot of, of folks a lot of individuals need that education you, you need to work with someone who can help you provide your own retirement because it's not being provided there for you i think one of the other changes is just the idea of retirement and and i like talking about this with people because i, I feel that the old idea was i'm going to work 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 and then when i get to that point when i hit that retirement date then i go home friday after work and i wake up monday and i'm now retired yeah, and yeah. and I'm it's a new world and I have to figure out what I'm going to 
uh, do with my time and financially. Retirement now seems to be more like a phase that that people are easing into. And right. um, for a lot of reasons, it's not so much I'm going to stop working as I'm going to reduce how much I work because I like working. A lot of people might work in a specialized field and there aren't a lot of people coming in behind them to fill that 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 hole that they're leaving behind. So their employer might ask them to stick around but work part-time or do contract work. So it's, it's almost like the idea of retirement has changed among, among people because they still want to get up and go out and do things. And I think the, la the last point that I wanted to make was because uh, people are, are healthier and we're living longer. And, right, right. you know, back, not, I don't want to be cynical, but I think no, no. back you know, many, 20 years ago, yeah. um, the, the idea that you retired at, say, 65 right. years old, right. you might have been planning for a 15 year or a 20 yeah, year retirement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas now perhaps people are thinking of retiring earlier, but they also need to provide for living a little bit longer, being healthier, which means there's a much longer time that people aren't traditionally working. They have to provide. For. So. Yeah. It's interesting in, in it's those just, ways. And it's not all financial based, like, right. I think things have just changed. Yes. Like you said, like people are living longer or, just, yeah. you know, things have changed on, you know, and a lot of people I know they're at that age, quote unquote, whatever that age is, um, yeah. is that they're just slowing down. They're just, they're, they're still working. They love what they do. Um, they're working remotely now so they can travel. Yeah. And, you know, so they're not officially, like you said, I like that you're just, you're just, you're almost transitioning into retirement, so, yeah. which brings other complexities and why the value of working with a team like yourself, because there's other complexities that come out of that too, right? So absolutely. Oh, Yeah. So what yeah. about what about people that are like, you know, you, you guys have younger, you know, all different types of members. So you're looking at younger generation. What are you hearing about how they're feeling about retirement? Are they feeling like, wow, we're going to have to work forever? Like we can't afford a home. We have to work forever. Like, are you hearing that from yeah. or, to, or or is it the opposite where they're like, they're OK with it? They're OK not owning a home and they're OK. Not, like, what are you typically hearing from some of the younger generation? Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, a lot of various things. I think I think it it leans a little bit more towards uh, fear mm -hmm. and uncertainty around the future. Uh, like you mentioned, home affordability is the biggest thing right. uh, that I'm that I personally would hear from some younger younger members. And so we're not focusing on retirement. Like right. I, I don't right. I, I and I don't want to speak for everybody, but I think a lot of folks aren't really worried about you know forty years from now right. when. They were looking for somewhere to live in the in the first year, so Valid. that's something that I think is on a lot of people's minds. However, to that point, and in terms of retirement, I, I really want to want to outline how important it is. I guess so. It's it's almost like this is my PSA: <laughs> don't forget about it. And I say that coming from a very very lucky place, where like I said, I've worked within financial services for a long time, and from a very very young age. Um, I think I was 21 when I first started working at the credit union. And right, one of the first things that my uh, my boss had said at the time was, so Kurt, tell me about your retirement savings. And I said, my what now? Yeah. <laughs> and she was really, really, really good about just giving me some very easy, approachable advice of, you know, it's something, I, I don't care if it's $25 paycheck, you have to start with something, something. and make sure that you're putting it away and um, and over the long term, it's going to to grow and and provide for you. And at the time, I didn't really understand the why, but I did it. And today, I'm glad I did it. And I, and I've you know pivoted and, and changed my approach because 
not just retirement, but I think investing. When I think of, of younger right. folks right. and people who are, are kind of learning these concepts and, and getting, getting into it, um, there is a lot of noise and a lot of information that is flooding us around investing period. Right. And it's what kind of investments to purchase, um, you know, do I need to work with a, with a financial institution or an advisor? And, and, and I'll agree, maybe not always, you know, because, because I, I feel sure. like some of the advice out there is, oh, no, you can do this on your own. You can right. absolutely do this on, on your own, um, which is, if you can, great. I, I don't think that's always the wrong thing to do. But then, like I mentioned earlier, the, the second thing I hear from a lot of folks mm -hmm. is, and it's also scary and, and hard to do. It's like, well, you can do it on your own, but it can't be done or contradictory statements. It can be done. Right. Um, but working with an advisor will probably give you that advice that's not as exciting as, you know, this is the hot thing to invest in. Or if you buy some of this, you're going to double your money. Right. Um, I, I Some of the advice I was given and I repeat it is um, investing and, and building, whether it's for retirement, for a home, for a car, for your future children's education. Believe it or not, it's not going to be this exciting, sexy thing. <laughs> yeah. And and yeah, yeah. it's 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 slow and steady. If yeah. if you know what you want to achieve and you you work out a budget and you yeah. know how much you can put into it and how much you can put aside in savings every month or every paycheck, and you do that consistently in something that's going to you know grow and be diversified. Um, by the time you get to retirement, if that's your goal, that's, you know, if, even if it's 35 years later, right. Um, you are going to have a retirement. It, it doesn't have to be this kind of crazy, crazy right. thing, but the, but the point is to start and, and to just do it. Even if it seems daunting is you can, you can take baby steps. Right. It's interesting as you're talking, like there's this like old wisdom, I guess, is the, like, you know, the 4% rule, or you need to, yeah. you need to save X amount in order to retire with this much. Are those sort of things valid today still, or is it, or do you, you know, or something more customized, more important? Like, how do you, and it may be not everything for everybody, but, you know, does, does yeah. I love how you're saying, like, you know, sometimes just start with something, 25 by whatever, and everyone's different. But yeah. how, do you, how do you balance sort of like the rules that you've been taught growing up until what it looks like today? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I think that advice could be valid because within that advice is the concept of just start, right. <laughs> just just, right. just get Fair something enough. Right. right. And but you're, yeah, there used to be these mathematical equations to four percent of your income instead right. or in retirement you want to have seventy percent of your pre-retirement income to live off of. Um, I still think these these concepts can be a good basis, a good starting right. point, right? Because again, it means just have an idea of what you want, but. Especially, you're right now with, um, well, with anyone, but with younger people who are maybe coming through and looking at retirement, retirement's going to look so different. Different. Where um, I think you need to stop and actually envision what what do I want retirement to look like for me? For some, it might be traveling and it right. might be having a, a vacation property or it might be a, you know a sport or, or playing a lot of this or that. Or um, like I said, we're healthier. We can perhaps do more. It might be seeing family who are healthy. Right. If that's what you envision retirement looking like, that's great. But now you have the end goal and you're going to have to fund that and it's going to cost a certain amount of money. And when you're when you're kind of putting a plan together at 25 years old, how much do I have to start stowing away in order to yeah. make that a possibility? Interesting. You know, for retirement, it, it might be, you know what, I um, I live where I like to live. I plan to pay off my home. 
And I, you know, I like to be home. And for me, traveling is going for a hike in a local provincial park. That's going to take less of a financial commitment, but it might be just as, um, you know, just as happy for you yeah. as a retirement. Interesting. Um, I don't. I I feel like that's that's kind of a gray answer, but it's 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 almost like how much how much am I going to need for this yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, what's the thing? Yeah, like, it depends what, what it is. What are you looking yeah. for? Yeah. Are you looking to purchase a you know a, a sedan, or are you looking to buy a Lamborghini? And yeah, then you have yeah. to Figure out exactly what. And ju just so you know, the sedan is just as suitable. Sure. For a lot of people, like hundred percent. Hundred percent. Interesting. You also mentioned earlier about sort of the. Um, nowadays there's more access to like financial technology right there's this yeah. online investment platforms ai advisors there's all this sort of thing in there and i'm wondering like from your perspective do you see those tools as beneficial or detrimental for people that are like do, do you find like well like you mentioned well i can do it myself and i'm like but are you getting sound advice are you getting the right advice are you like if you're using some of those tools that are online yeah I think that, and you know what, I, I don't want to speak like an expert no, on some of the technology sure. and, and the AI piece, because I really don't know a lot about that per se. For sure. There, there's there's a concept and it is like we call it robo advice. So there's mm -hmm. the idea that you can you can work with some best firms and they will offer kind of these set portfolios right, that okay. you can you can purchase. Um, they will automatically rebalance. You don't have to um, mm. really make any decisions. So if your if your risk profile comes out as very low risk or right, medium risk right. or you're okay with some volatility, there will be a portfolio kind of created for you that will fit that risk profile, give you the the returns. As right. Such. And and again, they're just kind of done, you know, automatically. So you're not working with say a fund manager, you're not working with an advisor. There won't be an advice component. Those types of 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 programs are fine. Uh, I would say typically for someone who's starting out. For someone who just wants to get into the market and they would like an investment account, um, but they're really just starting out uh, with their first RSP or maybe right. they just want to open an RESP for, say, kids, yeah. and, and they just don't want to have to worry about it or mm. um, it's not quite as long term. So robo-advice is fine. Um, it's something that you can sleep at night knowing you're you're not going to be completely offside with what you're holding and it's likely going to give you a consistent return. Interesting. Um, but moving on from there, for sure, I, I do think that working with with someone, I mean, the the cost is not not huge, right? I right, think there's an idea right. that well, they're going to take a bunch of, of your money, um, you know, and of course we could we could go down that rabbit hole. Sure, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're they're not. The the yeah. truth is, um, you know, within this whole world of financial services, you know, there there are things that will help you reach your goals, right? And there are people who will help you reach your goals. And you will reach your goals. And yeah, all of yeah. those things will, of course, be paid. And, and that's kind of the way that that industry works. But at the end of the day, and, and speaking from my perspective and, and our perspective, yeah. the, the most important thing is the member in front of us. And yeah, that they are yeah. getting the advice Fair they enough. need and hitting the financial milestones that they need. Fair. And we work with them like a partner to do that. Interesting. So what if someone's listening and they're like, I think I'm nearing retirement, but I haven't really put as much time into saving that I maybe I should have. Like, what can they do? Is it too late? Like, what are some key things that they could look at as they're maybe getting there and going, oh, man, I should have done more? Yeah, it's it's never too late. And I don't mean that to sound glib like a soundbite. It's but it's never too late. It's it will impact what that looks like. Sure. It'll impact what retirement looks like. But if you're if you're kind of looking, you know what? Ooh, I'm I'm 
I'm not 30 years away, I'm 10 years away. And thinking, I don't know if I've prepared enough. That'll take a real look at, right, at your right. current life, current lifestyle, current um, you know assets where you're yeah. at. Who knows? Retirement might look a little bit differently. It might look like you're having to downsize. It might look like, or for the next 10 years, um, you know, we, we can have that real honest conversation and say, it's time to really buckle down. We're going no, to no more Starbucks. No more Starbucks. <laughs> I know that's, you hear that a lot. No more Starbucks. Back on um, we're going to cut back. Right, we're going right. to set a budget in place and we're going to say, we will, we will aggressively start putting some money away. And, um, and, and here's what a projected retirement fund will look like and how much income you'll get every month from it. Um, it may not be quite as much, but if you, you know, trim on this end and maybe trim expectations on this end, it'll still be a return. And there are other, other um, avenues to receive retirement income from, you know, your, your CPP, your OAS will be there. Um, you know, amounts vary depending on, on work history. And do you have other pensions? Like I said, with people moving from different jobs and different industries, perhaps throughout their, their career, sometimes they might've had a pension with a previous employer that they forgot about. So right. sometimes going back through employment history and finding what we call those orphan pensions and helping right. to consolidate those for them might help. Um, it just takes a conversation. Well, and I think that the important part of what you're saying is like, if you, it's good just to know, like, because yeah. the worst thing is you come and you're yeah. like, now it's time to retire. And I, and I didn't plan at all. Even if it's the last five years, 10 years, at least, like you said, there's expectations and there are things that you can start you might have to make a little bit of a change in your life in order to get what you want when you retire. So I think just getting to know what, um, where, what it might look like is important as well. So on that, if, if someone is, uh, you know, we've covered a lot today, but if they want to learn more, or they want to discuss about their retirement and they have questions and maybe we haven't answered them all, obviously is what, what can they do? What should they do? You know, how do they reach out someone from your team or is there resources they can go look at? What do you recommend for people that are there? For sure. Yeah. I mean, you can absolutely pop into a branch. Um, if you just check, check out our website, valleyfirst.com, there's a lot of contact information for any branch. Um, but I would say, you know, don't, don't be afraid to just get in touch with someone. I mean, uh, we are you know, speaking for, for my team, of course, and I know that that's true of all of our branches. We are happy to spend some time in an appointment and we're just chatting and answering questions and giving advice. And, you know, it's, Sometimes it's just the start of, of something that can last a little bit longer and, yeah. and again, help you get where you want to be. But, um, you know, whether it's online, we have, yeah, um, several different branches. We just phone in through and book an appointment through our, our 1-800 number, the call center. And, uh, and yeah, we're, we're always happy to get together and, and just start the conversation. That's great. Well, Kurt, thank you so much for taking the time to talk today. Yeah, um, I know absolutely. the meaning and the means for retirement have changed over the last 20 plus years. Yeah. But I think you provided some really good advice and I always say I encourage people like your team is so great at Valley First like if you have questions reach out like it's simple as Absolutely. that because I know yeah. we can't cover everything in a 20 minute conversation but yeah. <laughs> hopefully we gave some value and in, in, in maybe just gets people thinking and reach out to your team and have those questions because I like you said I think everyone's different what they want out of retirement yes. and that's what the important part is to talk to someone to help plan that so thank you so much for, sure. for sharing some advice thank you Rob talk to you so um, if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review and share the podcast with your friends. We can get the word out. And um, until next time, thank you for tuning into Business Matters and have yourself a great day. Thanks, Kurt. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Rob. Take care, man. Bye. Okay. Take care. See ya. 
We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive.